we have started recording. Go on, Adam. Uh, what, 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 what? What do you want me to do? Are you, are you, what, are you going to make me do it? Okay. I'm just saying that we're not, I'm, I'm not introducing the show anymore. I'm not saying that you have to. I'm just saying I'm not introducing the show anymore. I want to, I want to, oh. I want to move away. I want to pivot away from the welcome, boring old welcome, structure. <laughs> welcome to sometimes. Oh my! Welcome to sometimes video games. <laughs> where today I am joined by my favourite two uh, people who talk a lot about video games: Charlie uh, Walsh and Adam Turd. Wow, that. What are doing today, fellas? <laughs> I'm all right. How are you? What, hap- what happened halfway through that, Louis? At some point, it sounded like you got attacked you by did, some sort yeah, of I bird. I don't know what exactly happened. What happened? <laughs> I just claimed a, I just claimed a, a, a random endgram from uh, from sir, who's who, who's here, who's here. You know, he's he's here on a Friday through till a Monday, and I just I got the thing. I just got the exact thing I wanted. So you you did a loot box, and you got a loot box that you wanted. Yeah, but imagine if you, imagine if, if the loot you boxes don't... were free. Yeah, if the loot boxes you didn't pay for. Sure. <laughs> I'm not doing too. But how are you? How are you guys doing today? Are you having a fun? You're having a fun week. Uh, I'm having... honestly, I'm having a. No, okay. I, like, I, I can't <laughs> lie. I'm having a pretty fucking. <laughs> I'm having a pretty fucking nightmare of a week. <laughs> Why is it just your monitor? You were talking about your monitor before blowing up. No, it's it's the fact that I I don't I mean I think my main issue is the fact that I can't fucking sleep properly. So I sucks. so I come home from work and I'm that exhausted that I end up just I go I just go to sleep straight away. Really? Um, yeah, and then then I wake up at about like nine or ten o'clock, and then uh, and you've uh, already fucking slept half the night. Oh God, what's happening? Charlie, what's up? Uh, let me go check the door. Oh, I, I wonder what would happen then. I heard someone. <laughs> cool. We're ordering pizza, I guess. How are you, Charlie? Anyway. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Have you been doing anything fun this week? You've been editing, editing videos. Yes. Yeah. 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 Any any good videos that we wanna wanna look out for? Nah, there'll be one up on Triple Jump at some point, but apart from that, the rest of it's being trashed. So How many videos so have you had up on Triple Jump now? Is it still just the one? Three, four, something like that. Ooh. Don't know. What's your, your favourite one that you did? I've I've done six or seven, I can't remember, but I don't know how many are actually up. I think mm. three or four. Three, maybe. Mm. Maybe four. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Overlook Disney's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's the first one, but it's probably pretty good. Yeah. I think that one's up. I think... I think... Hidden Gems for the Atari, Jaguar's up. Mm. That one. And then what was the other one that went up? Times... Was it the one that took all your items away? Strangest Wrestling Video Games? I don't remember which one it was. There's at least three up. I don't remember. There's a few. There's a few up at the moment. I don't remember. When you make them, you just sort of make them and then you, sh- like, because I'm sort of, because I work a lot, mm. it's sort of, they're done and then I don't think about them again. So you just move on, you know? You don't really think about it after that. Okay, okay. If also, I'm no pizza. Nope. Uh, what, what pizza have you ordered, yet. though? I want to know what pizza you ordered. Uh, I've gone pretty 
I'm a pretty basic bitch today. Mm. I've got um, I've got myself a uh, peppered Ronnie. <laughs> Look at one of those in the fridge. You've got a peppered Ronnie in the fridge. I do. Mm. I do like. I like the name Peppered Ronnie. I do. <laughs> it's a pretty fun, pretty fun name. Um, I'm gonna start calling. I'm gonna call them Peppered Ronnies from now on. And whenever I order a Peppered Ronnie, they'll look at me like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And I'll just say, "Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Mm. Take some of that and post it." Also, I've checked it. It's three. Three have gone up. Three. Cool. Cool. There we go. Yeah. What do you think about what you've done, Adam? <laughs> you think about it, Adam. Yeah, yeah me. What? <laughs> I'm the one that's that's not done the peppered Ronnie. Just yeah. think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Be sick, Adam. Jesus Christ! That that went <laughs> that went far, didn't it? Graceful. Um. It is. It is. I've not been doing anything fun this week. I've been been sat I've been I've been busy. I haven't been busy. I've just been having a run into town every fucking day, doing nothing for the benefits office. Oh, have you? Oh, you're working for that mob again? Well, I'm not working for him. No. Well, I might. Well, no, I'm not. I'm receiving benefits, but uh, in oh. order to receive benefits, they're like, "Hey, we know how you're not doing anything during the day," which. I kind of am, you know, I'm doing things. I know it's not things that I'm getting paid for, but I'm doing things. Um, and they're like, well, you need to just come in today to talk to us for five minutes and waste your entire day traveling to and from town and, and do stupid shit for us for no yeah, reason. It's, I'm like, cool. it's a massive, is, I, I, is it's that, a massive waste they, of time. Is that literally what they said? No. Because you, oh, because you're not doing anything today. No, um, that's what they assume. Um, they they assume that you're not doing anything because you're unemployed. So they assume what you do is you sit around the house and watch. Uh, um, I guess I, I was gonna say Jeremy Kyle, but Jeremy Kyle's not on anymore, is he? Um, so thank they, they fucking, yeah, thank fucking Christ. Well, he is just not the just Jeremy, not the Kyle, Jeremy show. Kyle show. Yeah, they 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 assume you just sit around all day watching This Morning and then Loose Women and then Doctors and then Father Brown, as we stated prior. Um, you know. As we spoke about in detail, last episode, detail yeah, yeah. that we sit around and watch, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they assume you're not doing anything. We started to think we were incriminating ourselves here, Adam. <laughs> uh, a little bit. They, they assume you're not doing anything, so they're like, oh, well, then that means you can do everything we ask. And it basically is just a big waste of time. Like, there's so many things I want to I wanna do, especially like creating my own stuff and, and making videos and shit. And they're just like, hey, just, just come into town at, like, 12... In the middle of, of lunch, right? Which means I have to get, like, the bus the hour before that, which basically takes up, means most of my morning's gone. And then I get in, I go, go into town. I'm a bit early because I want to be a bit early. Go see the, uh, the the person. And I've been seeing a different person every time. I don't know what's up with my uh, work coach. They're probably having a, having a bad one or whatever. Um, and I just see some random person who's never seen me before. And they go, you've been looking for work. And they go, yep. And they go, all right, I'll see you in two weeks. Bye. It's a massive waste of time. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like, oh, 
I don't know. Every, every time. I, they're just let, let's be real. They're just paid to make you feel like shit. That's that's like their <laughs> that's like their whole thing. That's how how uh... they aren't though. Like, and I know for because obviously I would. They aren't. They're they I they're paid to do something. I just don't know what these ones do in in particular. And it's funny because whenever I uh, whenever I do go down there, and I and I see someone new, and then they look at my CV and they go, "Oh, I used to work for the Department of Work and Pensions." The uh, the mood in the room immediately shifts, like instead of it being a us and us and them thing, right? It becomes a, how are you doing, mate? Are you having a nice time? How, how have you been doing? I, I, do you not want to work for the for for us again or whatever, right? It becomes like a, it becomes it becomes much more friendly, much more amicable. Well, like the second, the I've second got, they think I used to I've work, got, them. I've got some bad news for you. Uh... Adam, mm. I know, I personally know three people that have worked for the Department of Work and Pensions. Oh, wow. That after working for the Department for Work and Pensions, went on benefits again. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's just fair. Did they, did they all leave for the same reason I left, in that it was horrible and they didn't want to do it? Uh... Two of them left because they couldn't afford to keep, because the Department of Work and Pensions couldn't afford to keep them. What, what do you mean they were late before? Uh, yeah. And I think the other one just hated it so much that he thought that it was like, man, death is more preferable to this job. So he quit. Fair. I was similar to that last one in that I had like a, a six months off the job due to depression um, and then came back to a, a written warning <laughs> saying, do that again and you're sacked. Uh, which is very fun. Uh, exactly what you want to come back. You know, to. I've had I've had nothing like that. Like I give my workplace a lot of shit, but like they've never they never like pulled any shit like that with me. They were they were very um, mm. no. I had it I had it good when it came to the whole mental health. Thing. I don't know. Maybe if it's maybe if it's different when you like actually try to kill yourself. But uh... I mean, maybe <laughs> I, it's um it's not that. So it's not that with DWP. It's um it's they don't it, it regardless of what the the topic is, regardless of why you expect you're taking time off. They treat it as absence and they treat it as like un unexplained absence and stuff like that, right? Because you're essentially just having time off. Um so they don't really care what what time you turn up. Like basically what my job was, they didn't really care what time you turned up, didn't really care what time you left as long as you're doing the set hours that you of set out in your contract but they did really care if you couldn't get to work and they were like very adamant like no you have to come in like you can come in and do an hour but you have to come in like that like they're very very strict on that to the point where i remember um once when it was snowing and uh and there was someone on, on one of the teams nearby who was just snowed in and and where they were living uh they couldn't get out like my car snowed in. All the tran, all the public transport is, um, is is cancelled because it's a snow day, and that's that's just what happens. Um, I cannot get into work, and they went, I don't believe you. Send a picture to prove that your car is snowed in. Um, so she did. She sent a picture to prove that the car was snowed in, and they were still a bit like, mm, is there any way you can get in? Can you get a taxi? Can you do... It's like, no, I can't. I'm stuck here. I can't do anything about this. Like, at all. 
You know, like, do people understand that taxis just don't operate in weather like that? <laughs> they just don't. Like, I, I've tried yeah. this before. I'm like, they're just like, yeah, we, we're not operating today because mm. we're not, we can't have people driving on the fucking icy roads. Mm. Exactly. It's, it's, I think it's just a, it is just a matter of, and it's not all, it's not all the management's fault either. It's just a matter of like the, the way that the rules are set out. Some, I, some I of them are management. Think... But... I like the worst part is, and this is, uh, and I think he's uh, obviously a minus point for communism, which <laughs> is, uh, is that I think it's because it's a job for the government, not a mm. job for a private company. I feel like, weirdly enough, I feel like pr- a lot of private companies, well, especially the one I work for, even though they're less accountable for things like that happening, mm. they, uh, they seem to weirdly care a lot more. <laughs> I f- I think I mean, okay. it depends on the, the depends on the company. I guess I, I guess it's a, like you know it's a case. Yeah, it probably a, is a, a case, case by case company. subject. But like, I had so have you heard of the Bradford factor system? No. I don't know if you have that in place no. of your work. So you basically accrue points for for time that you've had off, mm. and uh, the way that those points are calculated are it's number of days times mm. by number of instances times by number of instances okay yeah that sounds similar to what we so did. so so they, they obviously care about ha- about you having multiple instances off as opposed to having multiple days off if that makes mm-hmm. sense okay yeah yeah i think what we had um was a i think you're allowed eight days or four instances over eight days so, and it was really it's a weird like like off like, oh, due to illness sort of thing right well for us it's like there's like a point threshold to where the company will uh will will basically have a meeting with you mm-hmm. and then be like uh either they'll either do do nothing mm-hmm. uh give you a, a verbal warning give you a written warning give you a final warning or sack you i guess or, yeah. or in the case of me, when I had that meeting, they just removed all my breakfast factor points. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I think the um. So what, from my experiences, DWP does is you're allowed like four days off or eight days off or something like that, um, regardless of how long you take off. So if you just take a day off, you come back and you have to have like a back to work meeting, even if you've taken a day off, ill like. I, I took one day off ill because I was throwing up or whatever, right? So that day off um, counts as an unexplained absence. You come back to work and they're like, oh, you've had a day of unexplained absence. We need to have a meeting about this right now. And we need to have a written, not a warning, but like you need to write down exactly why you've you had know, the day off. Wh- and shit like that. We're, sp- we're supposed to do that. We we never we never fucking do. If you, yeah. if you if you like if you give a reasonable, like you're supposed to have a back to work at our place. Like every time you've had an accident, mm. an absence. Mm. I but guess these are just sticklers. If, for them, it, so. Well, if you like ring up and be like, "This is what this is why I'm off today," then for the most part, you like you're probably not gonna have a back to work meeting because they're probably not gonna they're probably gonna not care about giving you one. Sure. I mean, it, the, to be fair. And is the case with a lot of um, 
DWP things as we're talking about, it's kind of just a waste of time. Because if I have a day off, if I even have three days off, right? I just want to come back in and get back to work and do my shit. It's not like, it's not a big deal, is it really? I've just had a couple of days off because I've been unwell or whatever, right? I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. It's just kind of a bit of a I waste of time. I live for that kind of shit. Just pointless meetings, let's go. I'm here for it. I mean, that's what it is. I'm, I'm not, I'm not for pointless meetings. That's exactly what it is. It's pointless meetings and we'd have... So they'd have like every Wednesday morning off just for meetings. Like the whole office would be off every Wednesday morning just for like a big team meeting in which nobody oh. really listened. Everyone just sort of stared into space. But by the way, your back to work, our back to work meetings mm. uh, consisted of you and the su and your supervisor. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was similar. It was you, your manager, and then your manager would report to their manager, basically. I don't know. Like it's, it, it feels weird. I work. It feels weird and kind of refreshing. Even though I, I, even though I hate the job, it's, it's, it's refreshing. The fact that I work for people who are very empathetic. Like mm. the only reason I think I've stayed in this company for so long is actually is it's because it's a job where I. I genuinely like my colleagues a lot. I just hate the work. That's good. I mean, I think that's half of the job, isn't it, really? Like, half of the job is being able to be okay with your time there. Even if it's just... Even if you hate the work, like, the people can help you get it through, right? I think that's a really good... Um, I think it's just a, a good mark of a, a good working place. Or people stay more in good working places, don't they? Like, I remember seeing this... Um, it was this tweet, right? And it was uh, <laughs> it was a stupid workplace thing. Um, like in a workplace, don't um, don't give you workers a raise. Give them pizza because pizza makes them want to stay more. And it, it's it's one. It's a bit stupid because everyone wants a raise, but it but kind of makes sense. No, it does make sense because yeah. nobody's <laughs> not a lot of people are going to say no to pizza. Yeah, but it's to, like, it's to rally the working spirit in it more than anything. Well, it's just I don't know. It's just acts of inclusiveness. Mm. Just just sit right with people. Like not not everyone just not everyone I guess just cares about money. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I guess that's the point that the the little thing was trying to trying to get by. Obviously, everyone would appreciate being paid more, especially if you're in lower paid work, but. Like the idea of not necessarily pizza, because obviously pizza's whatever. It, it's more just making your workplace a more ha uh, hospita uh, hospitable environment, right? And making everyone more comfortable in the place that they work, and making everyone uh, happy. I guess right. Happy is the right uh, word. I think I think I've had a pay. I mean, I've, it's been a small pay rise, but I think I've had a pay rise for every year I've worked there. You should have a pay rise in terms of inflation. I think. Because I think no, everyone no. gets one in April every year, right? Like every because na national minimum wage goes up every year in April. Yeah, well, so the so the way they do uh, our uh, like so the way they used to do uh, so we used to all get paid minimum wage. That's when I started. Yeah. Then they made it so that if you worked there for two plus years, uh, full time, then you got paid. Uh, fifty p more than minimum wage, mm. and now they've now they've and then they increased that to one pound of minimum wage per hour. 
Okay. And then they've just and then they've just recently increased that again nice. to one pound fifty above minimum wage. Fair play for people who for people who worked for the company for for more than two years. You can't argue, can you? Really? I once worked for someone who um, was trying to figure out how much to pay someone uh, a freelance person who was doing something for them, mm. uh, and <laughs> got very angry when he realized that the minimum wage had gone up because he meant he had to pay them more <laughs> and he literally went he went hey, what's the minimum wage i can't remember what it was it was but it was it changed like a couple of months before mm. and i went oh it's this and he went no it's this and i went it's gone up bro and he literally went for fuck's sake man and stormed out of the room <laughs> so you know i'd be bro i'd be so pissed at that guy like i've had i've had commission work done before with that, without negotiating a price, and I'm like, "Oh shit! How much do I pay them? I want to pay them like a good amount of money. Mm. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to like pay them a shit amount of money. Like, I'm, I'm like, well, yo, what's a good amount of money for the kind of work that I've just received? Yeah, I've, I've had, I've had that before. Yeah, I hate commissioning artists and like people who do stuff for that exact reason. In that, like, I don't know what's a good price for for like this sort of stuff. Like, it goes to like the um. Like the the whole like bayonetta uh, voice acting thing as well, right? It's a similar thing. Is that like I'm like, but what is a reasonable wage for someone who makes art? What is a reasonable wage for someone who didn't it didn't voice it turn out that shit? wasn't didn't it turn out that like she was lying anyway? I didn't really follow that whole uh, the sort of long I, and short. I don't of think it. it was lying. It was just there was just a lot of confusion yeah. in the whole situation. I don't the think long it was and like... short of it is the thing that she said to begin with. Uh, was true, but it was also kind of an end of contract. Hey, out of the kindness of our hearts, we want to give you this like one-off voice thing for a four grand. And the previous like few um, prices that she was offered were a lot more to voice Bayonetta for the whole game. Um, and 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 the ones that she still disagreed with, you know, the the amount of. But but I guess the 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 large point I'm trying to like. I get to is like what is a good price for for voice acting? Because I don't know, I didn't do a ton of research, but a lot of people kind of saying that it was kind of made to look a lot worse than it actually is. Now, don't get in mind, I do think voice actors generally aren't treated the greatest. Mm -hmm. But I I don't know how to feel in this case because I because there's because there's I don't know anything. Mm. Plus, there's conflicting conflicting opinions. I can, give you the, I can give you the information, right? So what happened originally is Helena Taylor, the voice actress for Bayonetta and Bayonetta 1 and 2, uh, she stated that uh, Platinum Games came to her with a figure to voice the whole game. And she rejected that, then wrote in Japanese to uh, director Hideki Kamiya uh, with the help of a friend, asking for uh, the correct amount of money or a, a, a more reasonable sum, um, you know, out of respect for her craft and uh, the amount of time she's trained as an uh, as an actor and, and and that sort of thing, right? And she says that Hideki Kamiya came back to her with the figure of four thousand dollars for the whole game. Uh, then Hideki Kamiya uh, tweeted that these were lies. Some investigation was done. I think um, most of it was reported via Bloomberg from Jason Schreier. 
um, who came to the conclusion through evidence and through other people at Platinum telling him things, essentially, that uh, originally Helena Taylor was offered a sum of about, I think, 10,000 uh, $10, US dollars for the role of Bayonetta for the whole game. Then she wrote to Hideki Kamiya in Japanese. He then offered her uh, 15000 for the whole game, um, in which she rejected. And then they didn't talk for a long period of time until, I assume, the game was almost finished, in which, uh, from what I can see about how the game works, the game is about uh, multiverses and stuff like that. So Bayonetta travels different multiverses, because, you know, it's got to be about multiverses. Um I, I'm assuming what hap what would have happened is they go to a universe where the original Bayonetta voice actress is is in there and she has a cameo part that was then that that offer that she mentioned for four thousand um, dollars to do like a, a few voice lines here and there. Um, I th I'm, as far as I'm aware, that those are the facts of the case as it as it is. So it. A lot of misunderstandings more than anything. She did sort of... Um, I think she did lie. I don't know if lying is, is the right word because she didn't specifically well, lie. It, she, what from happened, the way you're describing it, is like, it sounds like there was a lot of pettiness on her part. I think that might be the case. I, well, I think... In, in I, I of... think I I don't th I don't think it's anything. I just mm. think it's one of those things where like it's a complicated situation yeah. that there's lots of different facets to, and and at the end you can't fit that in a single no, tweet. And what happens yeah. is the way you know fucking the internet works is it becomes a he said she said situation mm -hmm. where one side has to be telling the truth and one side has to be lies, and it's not really like that. Yeah. You know when you whenever you have a disagreement with bosses or whatever there's always like multiple facets to it and you can't fit that in a tweet and so it just becomes this argument about who was actually right in the end and i don't think that's true of anything you know exactly like i don't think helena was lying i think she was telling she was obviously telling her side of the story and how she interpreted things right and that that sort of four thousand pound that she was talking about originally is that final offer that they gave her um, where they said, well, we want you to do a cameo or whatever, right? There was clearly other information that she didn't let on to. Um, and there's clearly more... Like, there's clearly other stuff behind the scenes that Platinum... On, and and th that we don't know, right? There's clearly stuff behind the scenes that we don't know about. But um, I think... Well, oh, yeah, I think there's, obviously, there's obviously the, her terms of employment in question. Well, I, she... Um, I believe... The first tweet she said basically was "fuck Nintendo" and "fuck the NDA." <laughs> like, literally, "fuck the non-disclosure agreement." I don't care. I'm saying this because voice actors deserve proper pay. Um, which she's right. I I agree. And and it, and if the ten grand or the fifteen grand isn't an appropriate amount of money for voicing a video game. Then fair play. I don't know what what is. I've seen a few other people um, weighing on the situation. Uh, well, a voice actor called Sean Chiplock, who voiced in Zelda Breath of the Wild, and also did some background. That I think he had a line or two lines in the Detective Pikachu movie. Then he was talking about it, and he was saying, "Yeah, like I I got paid more than that for uh, my roles in Breath of the Wild, but I was playing three characters." 
That said, my one line in, de in the Detective Pikachu movie has made me more than my entire career in video games. So it, there's clearly a conversation to be had about paying voice actors the right amount. It's just whether or not her... Well, the thing is with voice actors, a lot of people don't know who they are because, you, you know, it's it's voice acting. You're not given a face. <clears throat> I mean, that's that's true. I think I... I don't know how true that is nowadays. Because I think that everybody in video games could name, let's say, three. Yeah, but I think you could... No, yeah, that's, it, every, everyone, yeah, but... everyone in video games can. But people who just people who just play video games. I'm not talking about gamers. People oh, yeah. who just play video games. I think it depends. I, I would also, but I would also say, I would also say, naming three is exceptions to the rule, right? <laughs> True. You named like the you three could you could name you can name Troy Baker, you can name Nolan North, but who's yeah. playing opposite them? You don't usually sure. know, for example. Sure. Sure. True. And 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 I don't think many people knew uh, Helena Taylor until this came out, right? Nobody really knew who mm -hmm. Helena Taylor was. Even though they knew Bayonetta, like people knew, I think people who don't even know what Bayonetta is know Bayonetta from Smash and stuff, right? Um, they're like, oh, I know Bayonetta, I know the voice. If they if they're in video games enough, I think she's not like massive or anything, but yeah, she's that woman with hair that's also clothes. <laughs> My hair is a demon. <laughs> her hair is her hair is clothes. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I I think. I don't know. I think it is getting to the point where we're recognizing more voice actors. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just yes. Because I'm no, I I think it's just you. I'm not saying it's not happening. I'm not saying mm. there isn't an an improvement over time because sure. there is, but I think it's minuscule. Sure, sure, sure. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, it, it's clearly. Well, let's be honest, because you, you've seen you've seen celebrities do voice acting parts of video games before, <laughs> and let's be honest with you. For the few lines that they do, they're probably getting paid a lot more than oh, 15k. Oh, they are. And this is like, uh, it was also brought the, and up And that's with... where the problem, and that's where the problem is, in my opinion. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was also brought up with a few other things, like we had the Chris Pratt Mario thing, right? Instead of Charles Martinet, the actual voice actor for Mario. Um, and there was also... Um... Which, which, controversially, I think is the correct decision, but still. <laughs> I mean, because you don't want to listen to two yeah. hours of Charles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like <laughs> for two hours before it was Nolan North, Peter mm. Dinklage was the first person to voice the ghost in Destiny. Yes, yes. He was paid a fucking shit ton of money oh, for sure. that. I'm sure, and he did a shit he job paid... as well by all by all intents. Oh, it, it, it was it is some of the like there is a supercut on YouTube of all of the lines he said. Really? The game. Oh, by the way, spoilers. It comes to half. It comes to a total of half an hour of voice lines. Oh, wow. For for an entire game, I never heard this. Um, but yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's awful. It's mm. just so awful. Like he just speaks in such a monotone, like dreary voice, regardless of what of what's going on. Sure. And there was also talk about um, Kiefer Sutherland taking over Snake. We've awoken. We've awoken the hive. God, is that what he's, he's like? Ah. Yeah, that's literally what he says. That's know. literally what he says. Guardian, we've like he, he's like he's trying to sound like there's a degree of urgency, but he just can't. He just can't manage it. I also think there's something to be said for voice direction in that. I think isn't the um didn't it come out that the voice director wanted him to be robotic, and so he was like, ah, there is a the the hive is here, and and then there was like, yeah, that's the robot, no emotion stuff. But and then they were like, actually, it's shit. <laughs> oh no, I don't know. 
Um, you know, we were talking about Keeper Sutherland replacing um, David Hayter as well, Snake if you want as my well. opinion, oh. If you want my opinion, is that like, Nolan North isn't much better. Is he not? I thought people said that he was a lot better. Oh, he, he's a lot better. No, he's a lot better in terms of if, you know, by comparison to Peter Dinklage, he's fucking, sure. he's leagues better. You but, mean in terms of being paid? Because he's a big, big name. No, in terms of the, the, the quality of job he's done, he's still not that good. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm just trying to say Peter Dinklage was that terrible. <laughs> sure, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, Nolan North yeah, is I, a I, very big voice actor. But, uh, but to be fair, I, I think it's more the, the, the lines that he's given or the or the kind of the role he's been given. Mm-hmm. There's, like, like I said, there's a lot to be said for voice direction. There's a lot to be said for the script as well. Like yeah, I, mean, I don't think it's I don't think it's him that's like hmm. the reason why why I think the ghost is a poorly written character. I think the ghost is just kind of not <clears throat> not the the best written. Mm. Like I remember in, ter- in terms of dialogue. I remember watching uh, uh, an interview with the voice actress who plays Vanille in Final Fantasy Thirteen. Um, you may remember as the sort of ginger e girl who acts like an alien. Um, and she was saying, don't like, cool. don't fuck, like, I think that character alone might be the reason why I mm-hmm. hate Final Fantasy XIII. Oh, yeah, fair. And she was saying, like, how all of those sounds that she makes, because she, make, she makes loads of odd noises as, like, she just does, like, grunts and sort of, like, anime orgasm noises, right? And she was saying a lot of those noises that she was, was uh, doing is... On behalf of the, the the sound director and the voice director, I fucking, saying, "Oh, you know no, what? You need I to believe. You know what? I believe that. Yeah, I, I, I actually believe that. You know when in like anime when they just make random sounds because they're just trying to punctuate the silence. Yeah, it's it's that. Like it's it's legitimately that. Only the voice director was like, "No, no, no. Do it more orgasmic." And like <laughs> she's essentially just doing her job at that point. And 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 the voice director's like, "No, you need to sound." More like you're having an orgasm. Sound more like. <laughs> well, uh, it's 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 not necessarily always the voice actor's fault. If a if a if a bad job has done has been done voice acting, I actually would say probably more than likely it's not the voice actor's fault. Um, it's probably the script or the sound or uh, the voice director's fault. Because I would guarantee most of these voice actors are talented enough to be voice actors. I would say it was def- it was definitely Peter Dinklage's fault though. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, but also like it's a different skill set as well. I remember seeing um, yeah, it so might it, have been Troy that, Baker, that, and and that's why I <clears throat> I get so annoyed with the whole uh, with yes. the whole situation because because again I I say this is because you don't you don't you don't you can't really put a face to a lot of voice actors where you can mm. a lot of people who act in movies, and mm. that's where I think the difference in pay comes from. I mean, that's definitely where the difference in pay comes from. I'm saying, I think, I think Troy Baker, I think it was Troy Baker who said, actually, it's a different in skill set. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just want, I just want voice actors to be more appreciated for the craft that they do. I agree. But at the same time, I don't want them to lie in emails in order to get, in order to try and get that result. Tweets, public tweets. Uh, uh, yeah. No. Yeah. I get you. No. I get you. I get you. It's um because because. People are saying, I, and to be fair, I don't think any of these people are voice actors that are saying these things, but there are people saying, well, well done, uh, Miss Taylor, you have set back the conversation on on paying voice actors a fair wage due to this. 
Uh, and I think there's some realistic... I, th I, I think realistically she probably has set that conversation back a little bit due to this whole kerfuffle because a lot of people are now seeing it as like, well, no, she was lying, so screw every voice actor. And there are a lot of people even defending, like, because they defend corporations, right? There are a lot of people going, actually, no, voice actors aren't worth this much money. I'll do it myself or whatever or, you know, whatever. There are people like voice actors aren't worth the, the There are people saying that. I think that's fucking wrong and revolting, but there are people saying that. Ah, yes, the uh, the brain-dead ticks among our population. We love to see it. <laughs> you do. You do love to see it. But uh, I, I imagine voice acting is very hard because mm. acting, when you can visualize the performance you give, mm. to to me, it sounds a lot easier than just trying to than just trying to guess what a character would that you can't see would sound like. It's weird in because I've watched a lot of the behind the scenes stuff in um, like some anime and and some video games and stuff as well. Like when they're dubbing it over in English, uh, obviously you can see what the character looks like because the fully game is finished at that point. Um, you also know what the Japanese version of that character sounds like, which is even weirder in a way because I think there's some pressure for you to sound like the Japanese version of that character in like anime and Japanese video games. Which is what happened with Vanille, I think, is that they were like, well, this is how the Japanese character sounds, so you need to sound like that. Well, <laughs> she's also not fucking Japanese. No, she's not, no. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a I don't know, voice acting's weird. Um, I'd love to see more about voice acting. I'd love to I'd love to talk to a proper voice actor. I'd love to talk to a little voice actor about voice acting. Come on the show. <laughs> Is it I just open invitations every week for random people to come on the show. If you're a voice actor, I'd love to talk no, to I'm just, look, let's just let's cut the middle one out. If you want to come on the show, just come on. Who are whoever you are. Yeah. Send me a send me a DM on Twitter. What's what is Just the message thing. Adam. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, let's be brutally honest though. You coming on this show is probably not going to give you that much exposure. If if anything, we're the ones benefiting. Yeah, yeah we're benefiting from it. Absolutely, we're benefiting from it. But it's not to give you exposure. It's just to have a nice uh, chat with three three fun people. Yeah, but but please do it anyway because we we think you're cool. <laughs> mm. I'll just get in touch with someone and ask them to come on. Um. Yeah. Did that? Do you think that sounded grovelly enough? Because that's no, what I wanted. It to. You're right. No. What, what, you, what you need to do is you need to get down on all fours, like paint, <laughs> paint a, like a dog face on you on your face, and just like woof while you do it. Oh, I ain't that fast. <laughs> Listen, if you want to come on, you can. I'm not gonna fucking force you to. That's true. True. And we're uh, yeah. Come on. I'm happy. Unless you're Hideo Kojima, then you have to come on. You have no True. choice. Hideo Kojima, no, Hideo Kojima has to to come with me. Actually, he has to come with me and work as an Amazon delivery man for a day. He has to has to come with me to Tesco to do my so, weekly um, shop, and I just want to see. So... I just want to see him explore the space. He should do that. He should do that. That'd be such a good stunt for him. Or come to Tesco, or be an Amazon delivery driver. Being an Amazon delivery driver for, for a day. Except he dresses like how Norman Reedus does yes. in uh, in Death Stranding. That'd be such a great stunt. Well, I mean, <laughs> that was then, my idea. 
And then he has like weird little hologram talks with Jeff Bezos. And Conan O'Brien. <clears throat> Isn't he in there? <laughs> Fucking Guillermo del Toro can be in there for a bit. Yeah. I'd love to get Guillermo del Toro uh, to give I want... Kojima a full on mission in real life. I want to go hmm. Argos with Hideo Kojima. What do you think he would uh, he would like about Argos in particular? Gardening furniture. I think he's going to be big into... I think mm. the screens would be very exciting for him. Do you know what? I think he would buy at least three chairs yes. uh, and maybe like a yoga mat. Do you know what I'm really pissed about? The fact that if we, if we take Hideo Kojima to Argos, we didn't take him in the 90s when they had little pens. Mm. I think he would have loved those little pens. I didn't go to Argos for like four, five, six, seven years or something. And when I went there, this was just, I went there, what, like a year ago for the first time in like six, seven years or something. And like the fact they didn't have the books and pens anymore oh. like was distressing to well, me. For one, I had no clue. Well, for one, we've entered the digital age. Yeah, but they're two, iconic. People probably, and two, people probably kept fucking nicking them. But you the know, little but pens but are yeah, iconic. Yeah but, yeah, but not everything has to be digital, you know? You don't go into the fucking museum and you see a plinth from ancient Egypt, but actually it's just a fucking NFT. No, you see the plinth, you know? You go to Argos, you want the book and the little pen. and Yeah, but mate. the difference is Argos isn't a museum, it's a shop. Yeah, but it's it doesn't need to be, man. You can just live for the moment, man. Not everything has to be digital, you know what I mean? Why can't we just why can't we just leave things in good states instead of trying to fucking innovate? Exactly. I want my pen and paper back. I want the pen and paper. I, I want, want my I want my obtuse waste of paper. Just a, a huge <laughs> waste of paper. And pe pencils and pens, which as Louis said, one thousand percent were getting nicked non-stop. Oh, I want absolutely. them back. Absolutely were. There's there's no doubt. The most amount of technology I want in Argos is those weird little blue boxes they had where you'd put in the number to see if it was in stock or not. Yeah, they were good. With like the soft spongy buttons. Yeah, That's what I want. I want those as well. I, 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 miss, want... I miss how shit the 90s were. Let's be honest, yeah. Argos is a fucking dumb shop to begin with. What? Why would you go into a shop and then just look through a thing and then you go up and then they go, eh, it's in the back or whatever. It's just a, it's just a stupid shopping experience to begin with. Uh, Let's just know, make did, it more did, did, obtuse. Did, 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 no, no, no. So do you know what I said? It's like, so basically, this is just a guessing game between you and me to see what you have in that back room over there. So how about instead we tear that wall down you bring everything that you have in that back room in front of us, and we call this thing a shop. <laughs> it is funny. I wonder if there's an American equivalent to Argos, because, like, Argos is such a weird concept for a shop in that they don't have I, anything. I imagine they do. I imagine they do, but I imagine they don't have physical locations. I mean, maybe. I'm, I, I'm, I'm... I, I, imagine, I imagine it's basically Amazon. I mean, yeah, that's essentially what Argos is, though, right? It's just a... You go into it's, Argos it's, and it's just Amazon go, I want with... this. It's Amazon, except they don't have uh, a network of uh, online sellers. Yeah, yeah, it's they just do it all Amazon. themselves. It's a physical um, Amazon store. My and, favorite. I don't. I don't know if the Argos near either of you two. Did you ever? Could you ever see the items coming down the slide? Yeah. This is yeah. the sort of stuff I miss now, man. This the Argos, but like, the one I went into was like. See, the one I went into was redecorated, and so you couldn't see. It was just like. 
endless shelves behind the counter and they'd walk down and find whatever and they assumed they were coming through the back or whatever mm. but there was like the, the old before it got redecorated you had the little slide and you'd see your oh, items come oh, down oh, and... it's, even, it's even more tragic now in Blackburn you just see the employee walk into the back room and then they come oh. out with what you, then they just come back out with what you ordered oh, that's it's terrible. dead it's like going to a sports direct and asking the person if they have it in your size it's dead bro. I, want the, <laughs> I, want, I want old Argos back I want old Argos I, I miss Argos as it was even though it was stupid, even though it was shit, I just kind of like fucking hell, we're old, aren't we? It still doesn't make any sense. I I went into I had a a job interview a couple of months ago mm. for like the anti Argos, like the exact the, opposite of Argos. So it's a shop anti-Argos? that where it sells stuff kind of similar to like Argos would. Not everything, so it doesn't sell like games or whatever, Ooh. but it sells like toys and, and bits and pieces cooking and stuff and chairs and beds and all that sort of stuff yeah. right but everything is on the shop floor um how does it fit it, like like everything is on the shop floor but they called it i can't remember what they called it i think they called it um they had a name for it instead of the shop floor it was called like the event space or something like that i can't remember oh. what it's called right? but you'd go in and also the items were all there and you could use them and then if you wanted to buy one a shopping assistant you would scan it with like your phone mm. and then you would buy it like you usually would or a shopping assistant would come across and scan it with their ipad oh. and then you just leave and it turns up at your house in a couple of days or whatever Whoa. so it was like the exact opposite of argos that's um, the least convenient oh my god and then they had like for like sh- the one thing i will say that was good convenience wise to some extent but also wasn't a true representation of the product is like for the kitchen area for example where you could go go through the kitchen products they had a professional chef Mm. who would just cook food all day and so if you were like what does this pan do or whatever you could just talk to the chef and they would make something with the pan what and you would see it was it's insane it's insane it's somewhere in london i can't remember where it is i think it's in i want to say it's in westfield the one in west london maybe but um yeah it's uh it was it was crazy and i was i had an interview there to be to run their video department mm. um to be the manager of like because they have like they have two people on staff who just make tiktoks with the products all day oh sure and like they do like other like they have um i don't even know how to describe it they do like events there where they'll get like famous people in yeah, and they yeah. wanted to live stream them and all this other sort of stuff hmm. and so i had a i had a I had a meeting, so I didn't. I didn't get the job. Someone else did. Perfect. Sure. But like the sh- the whole the idea of the shop to me was just completely <laughs> it unhinged. Absurd. Yeah, it sounds bizarre. I mean, I understand why they're doing like the social media stuff. I mean, it sounds like a perfect fit, but it's it's mad. That just sounds like a mad idea for a, a shop. Surely, it, people it, like I said, it was stuff. the anti. It was the exact. What are you going to do? Nick a bed? Yeah. Good luck with that. People have nicked small. My stuff. my stance, my stance as a shop owner mm. would be: if you could get the bed out of the shop without being caught, you can have the bed. But <laughs> like, but yeah, it was just it, the whole thing was just very odd. Like, it does sound yeah. I would have loved the job because Jesus Christ would be able to. Oh, fuck it sounds but, like fun. Yeah. Do you remember those uh, twenty those overnight challenges in our sorry overnight challenges in like walmart challenges where they make a bot for and play what? fortnite on one of the tvs and stuff do you remember that youtube trend no no um good <laughs> <laughs> no I don't, good. I don't remember these things this sounds 
Yeah, there was a whole Annoying. YouTube trend of of people stopping, try, attempting to stop overnight in like, you know, establishments like Walmart. And I'm like, bro, like, I every time I watch those, my man, I feel so bad for the people that work there. Oh yeah, because they're every gonna have to watch, stand watch. there by night as well. They're gonna have to like sit there and watch these fucking idiots make a four out of, and then clean up after them afterwards, right? No, no, no. So they they usually just get kicked out if discovered. Oh, really? Are they uh, uh, so they're not supposed to be in there? I assumed yeah, that they were the, like the, they they no, come no, no. to a... no, they they're not supposed to be in there. It's, I see. That's, that's part of the the challenge. I assumed that it was like a Mr. Beast type thing where Mr. Beast would walk into a Walmart and go, "Hey, I'll give you like ten grand. Uh, let oh, me yeah, let look, me sleep oh, here I'll for a night." I'll be I'll be down for that because they're probably paid to to do that. Yeah. It just sounds like a pain in the ass for the employees, but but like if they're just sneaking into fucking Asda and like trying to do stupid shit. Let, let's be honest. If it was Mr. Beast, he would he would compensate them for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was expecting. That's, that's what I was that's thinking. Like, that's, like, that's his whole thing. Yeah. Like he he wants to like do like goofy stuff, but he also is like very generous and will just like compensate people for their trouble. I mean, I think most of all, he just knows that people can't be asked with this shit if he's just doing like stupid shit like that, right? So they're kind of like they'll be asked with this shit, and they'll be more uh, amenable to him if he just gives them a bit of money. Like legitimately, like, if someone came up to you and and they were like, and you were the manager of an ASDA, and like I want to film a video in your ASDA, um, but I'm not going to pay. Like. I, I researched into I did a bit of research into his charity donations as well. Oh my god, what have you done? You've done you've been doing some journalism, Louis. And even the stuff that he doesn't public and there's a lot of stuff that he actually doesn't publicize. Really? Yeah. Oh dear. This is a tax uh, he... write off purposes. <laughs> Maybe. But he spends a crazy amount of money on uh, to, charities. To be fair, and I did see a, I saw a video and, and this is about the time. It's about the tax thing. It is It is sort of a tax write-off in that he sort of says that he spends everything he earns. More or less. Like, either he donates it or he spends it on, like, videos, right? So all of his income goes immediately to outgoings. Unless he has to live off it, I guess, right? So he'll I mean, live a small... I feel like, he, I mean, he's the kind of millionaire people are. Oh. If he died... Sorry, you died a bit there. I said, uh, <clears throat> I, I think he's actually kind of the millionaire that people actually want, and in a lot of cases, it's still not enough. I mean, true for people. I, I think uh, people find, and Charlie will probably be able to clarify more. I think people just find the idea of millionaires a bit problematic in general. Just the idea yeah, it's, that you're it's, a it's the idea that you can accrue that much money while other people struggle to live. Yeah, it's not necessarily kind of like. We don't like you because you're a millionaire. It's a we don't like millionaires mentality, right? Yeah, especially it, and billionaires is the big one. I mean, billionaires is the, yeah, billionaires is the thing now. Is a is a. Problem. I think I think I think uh, people being. I, I feel like we have a lot of billi billionaires. How many billionaires are there? Probably more than you think. Probably oh, yeah. more now than there was. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I, I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know how many, but there's definitely more than there were. I mean, 
it went up during the pandemic massively. I don't know that much. It just, you know. Because mm, everyone was profiting off that sort of shit, right? People were profiting. Like the, the billionaires were profiting immensely for some reason. Just money. I mean, <laughs> you accrue money and, you know, money goes for money's sake. Money. You know? I don't know how money works, I'll be honest with you. Money is just a thing. It goes up. It goes, that's, just, all, that's all that really matters. Sometimes it goes down. Sometimes I, you know, it's just one of those things. Depends what country you live in. Depends. <laughs> Depends. How thankfully, hard thankfully, it seems like one of them is about to lose a lot of it, so that's fine. Uh, wait, which one? Because I know Kanye yeah. West has lost a fuckload of money. Well, yeah, although he wasn't a billionaire, but yeah, no, he he's... was. He was a billionaire. He's not now. That's no, how I much think he's, he's lost. I think it was. No, I think it was. His estimated worth. It was in the hundreds of millions, but I don't think it was in the billions. Yeah, I, I think it was. I think I. I saw but also, a story but also, it's difficult. It's really difficult to tell because, oh, like, especially with low, especially with low-level billionaires, you get caught in the trap of like assets versus tangible yeah. stuff versus yeah, yeah, lots yeah, of other yeah, things. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not like Jeff Bezos who yeah, just has hundred billion it, yeah. in a bank. I think somewhere. I think Kanye's net worth was in the billions, and now it's yeah. less than that because of being kicked off. I was thinking. I was thinking. I was thinking. More Elon Musk, who's just, yeah, who's just bought, who's just, who's bought a money hole. Who's thought to himself, "Yes, I'll do this. This is a good idea. Good luck with that, mate." Just, despite not being, yeah, not going through with it the first time, and for, for what I can't remember what reason he didn't go through with it the first time. He tried. He tried to back out because he said that they were lying to him in certain instances about how many bots oh. there were and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah that mate, that rings a bell. <laughs> but, and then Twitter threatened to sue him. Uh, and and then he got to the stage where he had to basically do it so he's been forced to buy oh really that's what it is he's been forced to buy Twitter because otherwise they'll sue him essentially yes (laughs) so he's been forced to buy a money hole for significantly more than it's worth yeah Uh, and good luck it's like buying a football club it's like it's a bad idea you're just not going to make money on it sure. if you're ma- if you're buying it for anything other, if you're buying it for money purposes you have failed well, your he isn't he, he wasn't buying it for money purposes anyway although i guess now it's saving no, him money because I mean he's not going to just I... get sued for fucking billions i, like I was talking about football clubs but yeah. yes i mean twitter's just open money hold as well that will never make money no I, feel, I honestly feel like people buy football clubs just purely out of boredom <laughs> i think I, they do I, I genuinely think that's the only reason people buy football clubs mm. because they they're not a good investment. Why did they're... Ryan Reynolds buy Wrexham? Uh, that's a long, complicated thing. It's interesting though. There's a, an interesting podcast on Tifa. I would recommend anyone if who's interested in mm. it go and listen to who they interviewed Humphrey Kerr, who's works with Thingy. And Ryan Reynolds bought it. Ryan Reynolds only got involved late on. It was more Rob McElhinney. Ah, sure. But the documentary is also really good, and I'd suggest it, maybe yeah, because it's better than most sports documentaries. It, I think it's not... Fucking shit. it's not Disney available Plus. in the UK? Oh, yeah, it's on Disney Plus. That's why, yeah. It's on Disney Plus in the UK, yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, I mean, they make sense, though, because they bought a small club. Yeah, it's yeah, the big yeah, clubs that yeah. don't make sense to me. When you, when you spend one point whatever billion it was on Chelsea, I can't remember how much that ended up going for. Mm. She was probably more than that. It was probably a couple of billion. I can't remember. It was it was either like one point five or like three point something billion or whatever they bought Chelsea for. It's like you are never ever ever going to make money off that club no. ever. Big big clubs spend just cost way too much money to run. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's not worth it in the slightest. No, no, no. Um, no. Football and like similarly, Twitter. He bought Twitter. Forty four billion. He literally he literally paid a joke amount for it. Yeah. Like the, the amount he paid was based on a joke, was on a meme, 
and it was way more than it was worth. And then that's why they forced him to buy it in the first place because he was offering like way more than it was worth. And now he's bought something that will never ever make money because there's just not a way to monetize Twitter I mean, like that. Typically, Elon Musk, I, I, from what I remember, typically all of his financial decisions are like, this is a joke that I've taken too far. Oops. Well, when you have that much money, I guess you can, right? But yeah. like. <laughs> It wasn't he, that way I, he was he got in trouble for like manipulating stock by accident because he didn't really care. He said he'd he's, like sell he's whatever. This, he's the dumbest smart person in the world. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like he's clearly an intelligent person, but there is nothing up there. Like yeah. like there are people like because I think it's like intelligence is a complex thing where People think you're either smart or you're dumb, but mm. he is a great example of being clearly very intelligent, but a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, <laughs> just so dumb. Like everything he does, just the movements he makes, you just you just think about it, you just think, how are you this dumb? But clearly he is an intelligent person. It's a golden example of that rule, you know? I agree. Just what a fucking idiot. But you know, he owns Twitter now, so here's what it is. But... I see well, there's some there, mass there, there, already. I mean, there are some people, some rich people who who are very unintelligent who just got lucky with their business ventures. Like, for example, Jack Ma. I don't know who this person is. Uh, he uh, he owns Alibaba. Uh, is it bad that I don't know what that is? It's one of the richest you know, companies. It's one of the richest companies in the world. It's the shopping do? thing. Sure. I don't know if they do more than that. Um, I'm shocked. You, I would have thought you would have known what. It's like a shopping website, essentially. Oh, like a. No, I've no idea. It's e it's it's long to explain, but it's it's e-commerce. It's, yeah. it's fucking you buy shit off it like Amazon, right? It's basically what it is. But it's one of the biggest in the world. Yeah. It's huge, massive. Sure. But yeah, I I think. He's just, yeah, he's just fucking, he's like Donald Trump. He's a fucking idiot who's just made, he's fallen upwards, you know. There's people like that in the world. Donald Trump didn't but even Elon, fall upwards, Elon, he just at least has, already, at least was already Musk, Well, he fell up, yeah, sure, he fell upwards into presidency. But at least with Elon Musk, there is intelligence there. He's just also unbelievably stupid. Mm. Yeah, like he's um, clearly good at something. Like he's clearly good at, so, at something. I don't know what exactly he is good at, but he's good at something, clearly. Because, I mean, it's become that, I mean, I, I would say this about a lot of things, to be fair, but to become a billionaire, you have to have been lucky at some point in terms yeah. of, like, invested in the right thing at the right time, like, or created something at the right thing mm -hmm. at the right time. There's no one who is, like, you can't not be lucky, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, Elon Musk, in, like, fucking invested in Tesla at the right time, yeah. invested in PayPal at the right time. It's, it's not, like, you know... Mm -hmm. to become that rich the rich get richer then, because they have the time to understand stock markets and and the money to invest wisely or not so wisely and and or even, still even, be okay even, by doing it even i don't even think it's a case of like understanding it just paying someone who already understands True. it yeah. you know yeah you're not wrong lots of people who get famous on youtube when they're very young start doing investing in stocks and mm. property and all that shit doesn't necessarily because they know what they're doing it's just because they have enough money to pay well, someone who does know what they're like, doing to look after like a lot of young influencers get get kind of scammed a lot of the time like i've actually kind of like seen a lot of instances where like a lot of young influencers kind of effectively get scammed out, out of their money just because 
it kind of comes to them so suddenly and they don't know what they're doing with it and they end up getting scammed out of a lot of it. Yeah. I like you like you like with these sponsorship deals where like where the sponsor's taking ninety plus percent of the ad revenue when it shouldn't be more than like twenty five percent. Yeah, I mean corporations really know how to latch on to people, especially in YouTube and stuff like that. Like latch onto people who it's because don't of people know who, what they're people going on. Because they're YouTube videos. They're, they're not investors. They're, 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 people. they're just... Well, they're just content creators. They're not yeah. investors. They just make videos. A That's lot of YouTubers all... are just kids or, like, young adults and who don't really know anything about the world. And I would say we, we exist in that in that realm as well, right? If I was to... If someone was to offer me a contract right now for a sponsorship, I would have no fucking clue what I'm doing. And I would have to ask someone who knows contracts well to, to go over it with me, right? I would have to be like, and I'm but, fucking 30, right? But, so but someone then who's you probably, 20... Then you're probably just going to get turned down because then it's like... Because then, well, it's it's fine if you don't agree to our well, yeah. our terms because there are enough gullible yeah. people that will. Maybe. I mean, you'd probably be able to... I, you, I don't know. There are probably things you can do, but yeah, you're probably right. But like, like I said, I, I'm 30 and I have a little bit more sense on my shoulders. Right, people who are twenty, people who are eighteen, people who are younger than that, because there are people who are younger than that doing it. You know, like they're not gonna have a fucking clue, right? They're just gonna be like, "Ah, I get money." Not Raid Shadow Legends wants to sponsor me. That's fucking hilarious and epic. Let's do they, it. they just see it as like <clears throat> they'll just see it as more money as like on top of what they're getting for uh, <clears throat> for what they for what they're doing on YouTube, even like without understanding what the actual I, I imagine, worth is of what they're doing i imagine you get sponsors through before you even start earning proper money because you start to you you get a million followers on youtube or whatever you a million subscribers on youtube that doesn't necessarily mean well no let's say a hundred thousand right because if you have a hundred thousand people start sponsoring you you have a hundred thousand subs on youtube you might not even be making that much money yeah, any but, at all. yeah but if you have a hundred if you have a hundred thousand subs on youtube you, you you're able to you're able to to do YouTube as a, as a job. Are you provided provided you monetize your videos? Depends on what your content it is. I think yeah, it massively depends. I don't know if you are. I think there are people that definitely at that level that that can't. But again, depends on what you depends on what videos you're making. Sure. Depends on their length. Depends on how popular they are. Like subs aren't a great metric. Yeah. Like like Hammer's chat. There's three of us, two of us do it full time, the other one does it part time, and we have 20 something thousand subscribers. Mm. Like, you, it depends on the content, depends on what you're making. Sure, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I think it's, it's obviously the finances of YouTube. Of, I mean, and, and, and I'm, I'm definitely not in a position to, to give any, any input on that, seeing as I, I, I I've done YouTube and not, not in a penny. Um, I I don't know um I don't know enough I guess but I, I know hearing from other people how how difficult it is to earn a living off YouTube or how like little they get um and then when they start getting a lot of money that's when you don't really hear how much money they get right there are a lot of people on YouTube who are very um shaky with the amount of money that they get I would I would shaky is probably not the right word but but like don't like to state how much money they get on YouTube right. Mm-hmm. Like the bigger ones, particularly, are like, oh, I'm not going to tell you how much money I make. So it's um, also very, very flexible. I, I imagine like, so. Yeah, it's even even amongst even if you're like even amongst just a single chain, it's not consistent at all. Mm. You know, everyone everyone talks about how ad revenue goes up in 
December especially, but like, I mean, that happens throughout the year and your CPM changes and loads of other things change to make how much someone earns on YouTube a really difficult question because it's so, it's just so complicated. And like, what's interesting and what's interesting and tantalizing is the big top numbers, but actually the bottom numbers can change massively. Um, But like I say, it's, we have, like on Hammer's chat, we're, about to hit 28,000 subscribers just on that one channel alone, mm. you would be able to comfortably live, live off the money that that channel wants. Not uh, comfortably, but you'd be able to live off the money. That you'd way. be able to, yeah. And I guess in the difference in uh, where we live and stuff like that. Although America's also complicated. So, like, you live in London and, and we live in the North, which means that the income, regard the income would be the same, but the outgoings for you would be much, much more than they would be for us. We'd be able to have a house. Not not necessarily buy a house, but we'd be able to rent a, a house on our own very comfortably and, and eat well off that, whereas you would probably struggle a bit more. And I think where, like, if you're in America, rents are much higher. Uh, the, the money in general, everything seems, you seem to pay a lot more for, for stuff in general in America for some reason, um, depending on the state, I guess, as well. Yeah, so I mean, again, I would, I, I'm in a position where I wouldn't, I'm not, I'm, I wouldn't say the numbers that are involved in this sure. specific instance yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're not yeah, mine yeah, to say. Yeah. If it was mine to say, I would just fucking say I got no problems with it, right? Yeah, but course, yeah. I would be able, anyone could live off the amount of that money. Sure, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. And that's not including merch. That's not including we have a patron, yeah. like specifically just add revenue from YouTube. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. But it's, but again, like it really depends, like. If you you're make making longer video, I guess you make quite long videos sometimes, right? Every a video, it depends. Hmm. That's what I mean. We'll have one day where we have like the watch long. So the watch longs long, are super the rest long. But every other video is like eight to twelve minutes long. It's but long. if you're if you're making short videos, if you're make, basically say you make videos, and we make a video every single day. Mm-hmm. So we make videos every day, and you get to the mid roll point, which is eight minutes most of the time um because we don't shut up basically um but if you're making shorter videos and you don't do it every other day for example is really massively changing like it you could someone could have three times the amount of subscribers and make a third of the amount of money Mm. but it really depends on what you're doing and also like subscribers is just a bad metric in general because it's like that doesn't denote how many views you get as well yeah like it just changes views are more important than subscribers and, and i guess in general right like, it's like in uh well yeah it's like yeah, in the hierarchy of things it's, it's watch time than... then it's views mm. then subscribers don't count for anything yeah. really it's like with twitch subscribers are more important than followers if you've got like 200 million followers doesn't actually necessarily mean you get any income from that because no one might be yeah it just means you're someone's more likely to watch your video if yeah. they follow or subscribe yeah. or whatever but it's not really Exactly. It's it's massively massively fluctuating, mm. um, and how many times do you upload? How long are your videos? Mm-hmm. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, what yeah. what are your video? What does your video contain? Yeah, yeah. What's your video about? Copyright. <laughs> like, have, you, have you have you breached any copyright strike guidelines? <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Do you have it's ten massively... minutes, ten seconds of music on there that you shouldn't have, and therefore you're blocked in twelve different regions? Oh. Yeah, it's it's massively flexible. It with is. all of that sort of stuff but you know i think in terms of it's difficult because it's such a because it is such a fluctuating transient type thing and it is essentially freelance where mm. 
um where you are being you are sort of given the money and then have to figure out the taxes yourself it's not like yeah pay as you earn in the uk yeah. for example where you just are salaried you get money into your account every month and then you move on with your life there's a lot more to it and so when you're especially when you're young and you get you get you find success it's really fucking difficult to figure that shit out which is why a lot of why you see a lot of youtubers and influencers or whatever the fuck you want to call people like that um <laughs> who get big when they're early their parents look after their finances and end up doing it well well into their adulthood because frankly their parents are probably in a better position to figure out how to fucking deal with money mm. than they would be because they got popular when they were 15 16 17 it's like yeah, yeah, yeah like as someone who had for example when i when i was young and i was an accountant and i was 18 years old bro fucking hell like I could like don't get me wrong I was relatively frugal with my money but like even I was a bit mad with it mm. and like I was an accountant that was my job now I was relatively sensible and it helps me in the future but like in general you would you would you fucking slap. lose yourself and yeah, so you have to find someone who knows more about the money and then that's why they all end up doing assets and fucking property and all this other sort of shit mm. um because you know they they've hired someone who knows how to deal with money, an accountant or a finance person. Yeah. Um, which is a smart thing to do because Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah. If I could, I mean, as a freelancer, I would I would die to be pay as you earn, and if you could just essentially put me as a pay as you earn, that'd be a beautiful thing for me. But True. what can you do? What can you True. do? Yeah, I, I would have no fucking clue. Like if I was just suddenly a very popular influencer, I would be I, even at thirty. I'd probably be a bit lost and confused and, and wanting to spend shit. I'd buy a... I probably would buy a house. Probably would buy a house. I'd right? probably been scammed out of all my money by now. <laughs> I'd have probably spent it all on takeaway by now. <laughs> yeah, think... I mean, I've, I always... We always had this conversation, like, me and my best friend from the kid from, from when I was an accountant, we used to have... Because we were both into football. Mm. And so we had the conversation a lot when you saw, like... Carlos Tevez go to play in China and was being paid 500 grand a week. Yes. And we'd always have the conversation of like, what the fuck do you even do with 500 grand a week? I have no idea week? what you do with that much, yeah. I mean, and the, there was a stat a couple of years ago, I don't know if it's still true, um, but that um, obviously American football who get paid as much, if not more, I think, than footballers in the UK in American really? football. Really? Wow. 50% um, of them go bankrupt two years after they retire. And it's that That's idea crazy. of like... What? Do, how do you lose that much money? And obviously, yeah. obviously, like when you buy a big house, for example, the heating is more. But yeah. like, there's stuff like that. But then there's also just an insane amount of money, and it's it's wild to me the amount of stories of ah, that's who own that. That's why Gary Lineker is basically owned by Walkers. Because let's be real, <laughs> let's be real. He's like they 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 pretty much own him. Let's let's be Maybe. honest. It's it's the um it's the old adage more money more problems right is that you've you've got more money right. and therefore you've spent it and you've got to you know cover more bills and more. Well, I think for example like someone like Robbie Fowler who wasn't he was a big footballer he was a great footballer but wasn't like fucking Ronaldo or Messi or whatever um and is still like incredibly rich decades after retiring because he spent almost all of his money on fucking buying property in places like Liverpool where he played football mm. and it's like. That's just smart because now you just have forever generating money essentially true, for the rest yeah. of you and your family's lifetimes, yeah. right? And it's that idea of how do you go from, you know, how do you go from nothing to something? Mm. Um, 
when you get to something, it's difficult not to just go fucking mad. True. Although you're kind of right in the like the fifth, like what five hundred grand a, a a week or something. I just yeah. think how the fuck I, I do think how the fuck does that go anywhere? Like you buy you you bought because I I'm I guess I'm still kind of humble, right? So I was thinking, like, even if I'm a millionaire, even if I win the lottery, even if I've got multi-millions, I don't think I would buy, like, a massive, massive house. Like, I'd buy a nice house, don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't, like, buy a mansion or something. Well, you have to... So Mr. Beast, using that as an example, right? Because mm. I I've, I watched some interviews with him recently, mm. and, like, he was talking about how recently he had to move, mm-hmm. where he was still, oh, like, he was, he was making huge so, amounts of money on YouTube, and he was living in a, a shithole essentially yeah. but had to move for security reasons yeah. and there is that sort of like there is a lot of that kind of stuff like security people security systems sure, living sure. in a bigger house because you know you can you live a more private life because you don't mm. get people it's like we've had this conversation on here before about sure. the second you get famous you can't just pop nip out to fucking yeah, costa yeah, coffee yeah. because you'll get absolutely hounded by people no That's matter what it. level it is it doesn't matter whether you're fucking stormzy or whether you're i don't know someone someone that, who does that, videos that said, on youtube who has a hundred thousand subscribers that said, you, a, a level see, of uh, notoriety changes it right that said i did see a video the other day of uh erlin holland just strolling around manchester northern quarter oh i did i saw that person so there's obviously some degree to it but uh no, yeah, yeah but yeah, it's, yeah, but, it's yeah, yeah. but you change the way you do it you yeah. go in the middle of the day when people aren't around you go in the middle of the night when people aren't around mm-hmm. there's a there was a video doing the rounds on football twitter two three days ago about um the wolves player adama triore uh in like a tesco's car park or something having a foot race with a bunch of kids who supported wolves and it's like it's like that idea of like you just change your habits you can't do certain things and certain you can do certain things right and like it's not like you can't do anything anymore but it makes it a hell of a lot harder for example there was the um talking about stormzy there was um that lou through documentary he did the lou through interviewed him for bbc documentary that he's doing um that came out this week i think i watched it i watched it earlier on today um but he was talking about like he can't just it's like louis three was asking about his dating life and he's Mm. like well i can't exactly just go into a restaurant can i (laughs) he's like he's like if i ever have to go into anywhere i have to go through the back door where no one sees me and then if people see me then they're all going to start taking pictures and even if i'm just sat there with a girl then all of a sudden she's getting pictures taken of her and they're putting it all out on social media blah 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 blah. and it's that kind of stuff that just changes you know it's costs of stuff like that change Mm. you can't do certain things you used to be able to do um it's it's a fuckery but again when you're earning that much money i still don't see exactly how you lose that much money. It makes no sense to me to go yeah, bankrupt. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, there's a certain point where you're like, okay, I'm losing money, but it's not like I, I, I'm not. I don't think I'm spending that much, right? I'm, I'm losing money because I'm gonna have to spend it on x, 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 whatever. But there's no yeah. point where I'm just like, fuck it, I'm gonna spend two hundred billion on a yacht or whatever, right? Oh, uh, oh no. Yeah, it is interesting though because I was watching um. I was just checking how many uh, subscribers he has. I was watching a Beard Meets Food video. If you, I know Louis knows who oh. he is. Um, I know the name. But... Yeah, he's just a guy who eats food on and YouTube. And he has a beard. And he has a beard. Fucking shocking, Nice. Right? He has, uh, Respect it. He has 2.29 million subscribers on his channel. He uh, goes around doing food challenges, basically. Um, and there was a video of him, uh, the last video he created, he made, put up, was uh, about him and his fiance, And they were just going around and eating food at random restaurants and random 
like places around like going to McDonald's and stuff like that. He's got two point two million subscribers, and even then, like he's not dis- he's not like stopped in the street and stuff, but he is stopped. Like you see it multiple times in the video of people just like, yo, 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 you're that guy. Can I take a picture? Yo, you're that guy. Can I take a picture or whatever, right? Or someone recognized me near where I live recently. Ah, you're a local celebrity though, Charlie. It's fine. I'm not because it's nothing to do. With, if it if it was a <laughs> if it was a a team who lived near me, then sure to some extent. Like I know, mm. like I live like the closest team to me is probably Arsenal, right? And I can sure. see I see people sure. from Arsenal fan TV around relatively often. The fact that someone's seeing me and it's some of a West Ham thing yeah, and recognizing yeah, yeah. me on the street is makes me massively uncomfortable. But like, what did you? We do? Have, How did you? We have twenty eight thousand subscribers. 28,000, that's it, yeah. and it's still here. Like, this... at West Ham, it's a different prospect. I get West Ham people recognise me, but, like... There's this guy with 2 million subscribers walking around his hometown, going so... to McDonald's and getting, like, bugged in. So, so yeah. someone recognised you for a Arsenal thing. What was your reaction to that? Yeah, what was How your did reaction? you respond? Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> what did they What did they, What did they do? Did they come up to you and go, oh, hey, you're Charlie from... I'm, I'm yeah he said are you he said are you and i said oh yeah nice to meet you it was really fucking awkward because i was coming back from the shops so i had like all my hands were like yeah. i had hands full of just fucking shopping bags <laughs> and a backpack with like heavy bottles in it yeah, and yeah. i'm just like my like when i'm out in that mode my mode is like i just need to get home yeah, just yeah, to yeah, survive yeah. this walk because jesus christ my hands are killing me and also like i end up going at like stupidly late at night because i always leave it until the last possible second mm. until the shops are about to shut so i'm like walking along the streets trying to survive and i'm standing at a, a, sh- a traffic light and I, I i noticed the person out of the corner of my eye because I was just looking left and right at the traffic lights to see if cars were coming, yeah. even though it was red to see can I get across, but there were cars. Mm. But I saw someone walking along with a West Ham shirt, and I clocked it, and I went, <laughs> oh, West Ham shirt. And then he just came up to me and said, hey, are you Charlie from Hamstrand? I was like, yeah, nice to meet you. Well, no, I was obviously, I was like, hey, you yeah, nice to meet yeah. you. I was like, like, nice to meet you, what's your name? We, should, we spoke about West Ham for a bit, and then when the lights went green, we walked different directions. But like... Obviously, for me, that made me massively fucking uncomfortable. Because Jesus <laughs> Christ, I don't like being. I I'm the private person. I don't like that shit. But yeah, um, yeah. But that's at like a, such a low level. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, like it's a very localized level. It is. So like if if I lived somewhere in East London, it would probably happen more. Mm. And like when we when we go to games, like it happens like fairly frequently because obviously you have. 60,000 West Ham fans descending on a specific location mm. and you are going to that specific location so there will be an amount of them that are subscribers so we'll know what you're doing do you know what I mean so obviously it's going to happen more often in that scenario but if at 28,000 not even anywhere near that very specific place it can happen I've seen it I've, I've been to West Ham matches with people who don't make West Ham videos but have millions of subscribers on YouTube sure yeah, yeah. and like between like literally in the five minute walk to the stadium got stopped 10 times jesus ten 12 times, times like just non-stop and it was everyone knew who they were it was just those were the people who were confident enough to come up and stop them like That's outside nice. of like and it was not it was crazy i was just <laughs> you couldn't do anything and that was like they have a couple of million subscribers or whatever mm. and it was nothing to do with west ham that's just because you're just notoriety at that point right mm. you know i was watching um trash taste and um uh, Connor uh, C Dog VA on that. Like, so there's a couple of things relating to this sort of thing. So they did a um a uh, a, a live show. Uh, I think MCM Comic Con in London. Um, sure. 
and someone just came on stage. Like, they're at the level where they just have people just invading the stage at a mm. Comic-Con, and there's, like, no... Like, there's no... Apparently, there's just no security at these things. <laughs> so people just came up, sat down. He could have done anything. Like, luckily, he just sort of sat down next to one of them and was, like, chatting, but... But, like, that's fucking terrifying, just in itself. Like, you, you're supposed to be in a safe space, a safe area, and, like, some dude just walks on the stage. And you're like, fucking hell. Um... But there's another one where, like, Connor uh, was just, he was at an anime convention, and, like, obviously they do, like, anime stuff. Like, they're, I would imagine they're pretty big in the anime space, like, the three of them. And he was just sort of, like, walking around, and he had people with him, but there were so many people who were just, like, shouting, like, oh, it's Connor, oh my god, it's Connor, it's C-Dog, yeah, whatever, like, can we get a picture, can you do this? And, And he's like, I'm only here today to, like, get like certain things like go shopping get certain things and then do like certain bits behind the scenes or whatever um and it like he had to it's, honestly it's respectable like how he treated people and how he interacted with people because he's like trying to move on and trying to to balance being uh, a nice person uh, a good public persona um talking to people talking to fans and, and doing you know what what makes the fans happy while also like moving and and doing things that he needs to do, and I can't even imagine, like what well, like you were saying, like go to a West Ham game, get stopped every ten minutes, like get stopped ten times before you even get to the front door or whatever, right? It's fucking annoying. I was just trying to get places. <laughs> I could only, yeah. especially when you move like I do, where everything's last oh, second, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so we're trying to get there quickly because yeah. we are inevitably like five minutes away from kickoff, mm. and you have to get through security and then also through the fucking turnstiles and then get to your seat, and it's like, oh, hey, you're can get a picture. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's it's a fucking famous as a fuckery, and I always feel bad for people who, I always feel bad for people who come become famous online and especially mm. when they're young because i think there is just you just have to accept it like there is like when you get fame when you get fame through acting or whatever yeah. you already have an agent looking out for yes. you You already have like people looking out for you when you get when you get famous and you're young and you're online through YouTube. twitch or youtube or whatever there's no one looking out for you no. you just got to fucking deal with it mm. like you've just got to, like whatever the consequences are the consequences are you just have to go and i feel really sorry for people like that because it's so fucking it just it's reminds it must me of be the, so um, difficult this interview i saw with uh, tommy in it i think it might have been a fucking jake paul thing or Aaron logan but whichever one they are that does the podcasts um logan Log- i don't know which one's which did did the same person to me low um, gang for life bro sure he was talking to tommy in it low gang and tommy in it was like it was like oh do you have a girlfriend he was like no he's like do you do you go to school and he's like yeah i still go to school and like you imagine going to school as like one of the biggest twitch streamers youtubers in the world at that point right you're yeah. just like that must be that's insane. Like I remember going to well, school he, I, and being like I, fucking nothing. I remember when he first blew up, which was during lockdown, mm. and I think he was on Jack Mate's podcast, mm. and he said something like, "Before before lockdown, he had like a couple of thousand subscribers on YouTube, and then by the time lockdown happened, and he went back to college because he was still in sixth form at the time, mm. he had like hundreds of thousands. And it's like just just during lockdown, <laughs> yeah. like, and how weird that must be the difference in yeah. like." I imagine what in, he goes through, like as a kid, just. I I imagine in school it's almost easier. He did. He I did say it was alright. He did say it was alright. I reckon it's. I reckon it's because I reckon in school it's almost like a, 
Like, I think in school it might be easier to deal with than if you were, like, like older, like an adult, and you had a job or something. I think it would be much more fucking difficult. You're in the fucking... Different. You're, you're a bartender, and everyone's just stopping you with fucking Weatherspoons. Right? Like, oh, it must be so fucking from... weird. Oh, God, yeah. Whereas in school, maybe other people from other schools would be like, oh, Tommy in it. Is it a school around the corner or whatever? Yeah, But, maybe. like, I reckon people in your own school know who you are and just, like... You still just hang out with your friends and whatever, and it's not that much different. Mm, true, true, true. Like, it would be weird, obviously, but I don't think it would be... I don't know, but I don't know. I'm just making mm. assumptions. But yeah, we know I imagine as an adult, it's fucking yeah. weird. Well, there's a guy who does um, subway videos on TikTok or whatever, right? And he's I, he gets lots of people... At, he, oh, God, I, that, yeah. He gets loads of people just coming in at a subway, right? And he's like, okay, is that, is that Millard? Yeah, Millard. Millard. Because he's got a great name, Millard. Yeah, he says like he gets loads of people coming in all the time because they want to find his subway because he does all the TikToks and shit, right? And they want to be like, oh, can I have a free cookie? And imagine how many people come in and go, can I have a free cookie every day for, for this dude? Yeah. Like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, right? I can't, it, it must be nightmarish. I bet he, lo he says he loves it. He seems to love it. I mean, I guess you have to say you love it, right? Because... It's not a great thing to say you don't. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, you, can, you can be famous there for is being a bit of a dick. There's the perpetual push and take of a, a parasocial relationship where it's like there is a, a fear of speaking out against yeah. the audience. Yeah. Like, you can be you know? famous for being, like, there are people who are famous for being dickheads in public, right? There are people who are yeah. famous for being like, nah, fuck off, I don't want to talk to you. And, and like, I feel like they've gone all the way in that direction. That like, if they have like one nice encounter with a fan, then it becomes like it, all of that crumbles away because it's clearly just an act. They're clearly not like a, just a full on dickhead. They're just being that way so that they don't have to deal with people in public. Like it's mm. um fucking. It, I think Jennifer Lawrence says like she she is just a dickhead to every fan that speaks to her because she. She just doesn't want to deal with people in public, which is fair play, which is respectable. But um, uh. and it's that thing of like, if you're not a dickhead to some people, but you are a dickhead, yeah. to, it's like, and everyone, and people, and to some 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 extent, you're super famous. People just make up that you're a dickhead anyway. So fuck I mean, you, you might as well be. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, it's there. Are, there are only a couple of people who are known for not being dickheads, and that's like, yeah, uh, the guy from Ghostbusters. I can't remember his name. Mm. What's his fucking name? What is his name? Main guy in Ghostbusters, cats and dogs getting together, complete anarchy. What the fuck is his name? Bill Murray. Bill Murray. He's known for just being really fucking like polite and nice yeah. and public and just doing random because he's known for doing random shit. Mm. Keanu Reeves, Keanu similar thing. Someone who's known for being incredibly nice and public. There are people who are known for it and yeah. don't have that or oh, that person's a dickhead story. But sure. I think at some point every celebrity will become James Corden for a bit. <laughs> just get tired, and yeah. it doesn't matter whether it's true or not. Like, that story it, it, it doesn't spread. Matter, and... It doesn't matter how nice you are to people. If you like, if if there's just that one day where you're tired and you just can't put up with it, and you might have had a bad interaction with that one person, then all of a sudden, that you're, one you're the dickhead. Yeah, and I hate that. I fucking hate that because I feel, I feel like um, I'm very empathetic about like celebrities just trying to go about their daily life. Yeah, same. Like I, I, I like obviously I don't care about how fucking rich they are. I mean they're fuck they're fucking rich. It's not like I care about that. It's it's more the fact that I I feel like they should still be allowed to lead normal lives. I agree. I agree. I mean, I, agree. 
I I never if I see a, if I see a famous person I never ever talk to them. No, I like worst case scenario is I like I, I nod at them or like I smile I did, and nod. I did them. once mainly because they uh, shut, shut my your head, head in, in a door in a door in a fridge door. I mean, what yeah. a moment in life that was. <laughs> um, but no, I, I never I don't I don't I, I feel I'd feel awkward stopping someone, you know. And even then, I didn't even I didn't even like I didn't even <laughs> make it seem like I knew him. I, like I just tweeted different. it. I just tweeted it. Tweeted it at him afterwards. Yeah, uh, would just. I would feel awkward stopping someone, even if it was someone I like really, really looked up to. I'd feel so awkward being like, "Hey, are you that guy?" Because the most pop. That's the most popular tweet I've ever had. Nice. He's asking whether uh, Tom Scott shut my head. If asking if he was the guy that shut my head in the fridge door. Because did do you remember what his response was? No, uh, you should. Your height, your height don't get in the way of my sandwich or something like that. So don't get between. Don't get in the way of me and my lunch ever that, again. That was it. <laughs> like such a fucking great response. It is a great response. Yeah, I, I just, I feel like just sort of sm like a knowing smile and a nod, isn't it? Like you're right, mate. How are you doing? Walk off. I, I just can't. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like living, like because obviously. North London especially is very weird where you all have incredibly poor sections next to incredibly yeah, rich sections. Yeah, yeah. And so like I see I've seen quite a lot of famous people just out and about. Mm. Um Minty tried to run me over his car from EastEnders. Oh, Not really Minty. that famous, but side note. Um it was, it was my it was one thousand percent my fault. I wasn't concentrating. But at the same time, listen, come on, Minty. Also his car, very underwhelming. But anyway, the point <laughs> is it's like I like I'll be going to like a mate's house or whatever who lives in a who lives categorically in a shithole, but it's like next to a very posh area, so you see someone. But I just always make an I make I make a, I make an outward movement to not do anything. Mm. I think for me it's just a case of like they're just going about their day, and I think it's because I have that fear inside of me that like well like the thing that happened the couple of weeks ago when someone recognised me right that fear of like. I am like such a deeply private person. Yeah. And the idea of someone recognizing me fills me with fucking dread that like, if I see, I don't know, I never saw this person, but this is the only example that just came into my head when my girlfriend saw Tim Minchin on the bus oh, shit. Like, in, in my head. Like I would be like, my man's just getting the bus somewhere. Like I, <laughs> I don't want to stress them out. No. Like just get on. Like, they're just on the bus to go wherever they're going. Like I don't need to fucking, you know, like there's been certain other instances where, like, Kalise on the I'm train. Inter I I have to interact. Kalise on the train, right? That's one where I again I wouldn't have said anything, but because I was with someone else who yeah. wanted to, then we did, right? But I wouldn't have said anything. But that situation again is a little bit different. But like, I just find it like I just wouldn't mm. say anything to anyone. I think most of the time, like, like when just... I'm at work, is a little bit different. If they're there for work purposes, then obviously you say something. But yeah, that's sure. even then, yeah. I try I mean, to that's... treat them like I would treat anyone else. Well, that's the point, right? Because I'm doing interviews with people who are like, I guess, celebrities in a way. It, I, I, I would hate to talk to a person and be like, "Oh, I love that. That was I loved your album. It was amazing. I loved your fucking, you know, like film or whatever." Or like, be sort of like weird towards them you just treat them like people because that's what they want right if you're interviewing someone which you know i've done they just want you to speak to them as a real person they don't want you to fanboy over them they don't want you to feel uncomfortable they don't want you to feel like you're bothering them or, or whatever it is like that i think that's a different situation to um to real life like meeting someone in real life but i feel like that's just what people want is for you to treat them like a normal human being and not for you to treat them like a like a celebrity or a pseudo celebrity or whatever right 
So if I was, and, to I, just, I, and I would do the same thing with like, like I used to get, I used to get, I used to have to have a conversation with my manager about this, mm. about the way I would talk to the director of finance at work when I was an accountant, <laughs> okay, because I would talk to him like I would talk to anyone else, yeah, yeah, and I would take the mic and I would be the same as I am with him as I was with anyone else, mm. and then being like Charlie, you're, you're, and that was a problem. Well, they were like, Charlie, you're the only person who would A, do that, and B, get away with it. And I'm like, because I feel like people just want to treat you like anyone yeah. else. Like, I don't think people need preferential treatment. Like, people would, like, pussyfoot around him because he's the director of finance. And I'm like, mm. like he's just a nice, normal person. He's like, a bit too, yeah. into rug bit, bit too into rugby, but we can deal with that. I can take the look out of him for that. That's fine. <laughs> like, you know, you just you treat people like they're, they're human beings. Yeah. I think if you treat them any differently like i remember once when i was uh, before weird. pandemic when i was doing a lot of um parties and stuff when i was working for that party company i was doing mm. a lot of like gaming parties and one of the ones we did was at watford's stadium mm. and the watford and it was for like the watford young supporters club and watford who had let them use the stadium surprised them with like the watford first team just came to take pictures oh, nice. and say hello with all the kids and stuff that's cool and like i found myself in a situation where i'm surrounded by fucking premier league footballers yeah a lot of whom like one of whom like so nathaniel chalabar who i don't know who he plays for now but when he was like coming through the ranks at chelsea i used to buy him every year on fifa because he was fucking sick yeah and like i i was in a situation where i was talking to nathaniel chalabar and inside my brain i'm going Fuck, I've bought you every year on FIFA for like five years. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. It's Nathaniel Shalabar. But out loud, I'm just talking to him like a normal human being. You know because that's... I think that's probably what they want, as opposed to being, you know... Do you know what? The, 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 the worst thing about that sort of situation is, is when it's personal, in a way. Because it is kind of personal to you, because you've bought him every year on FIFA, right? So, like, yeah. he doesn't know who the fuck you are, but you were like... This guy has had an impact on my life, in a way. And I saw the, um, the uh, Zealand video for Football Manager stuff, where he went to... Um, Florida. I love how much you've got. I love how much you've got into football managers. So good. Um, Like I was watching a Zealand video, and I'm like, go on, watch a Zealand. Very interesting human. He's a he's a he's a a magnetic human being. Is Zealand? Um, he went to Florida FC in fucking wherever that is, and he was talking to the players because he went to do like a player thing, right? And and I guess this is different because it's for a video. But he sat there like, yeah, I uh, I sold you. Uh, you were shit. You were shit. For, this guy was amazing for my team, and all the players are like, "I oh, shit in real life, though, isn't he?" <laughs> yeah. I only feel I can only imagine if you stood next to like a guy who you're like, "I bought you every year on FIFA." How weird would that conversation be? I know it's different because you're not, you know, you're not doing a video there, and you're not specifically there because of you know this and that. But I would always yeah. feel tempted to be like, "Yo, I bought you every year on FIFA, and you were fucking great." fucking legend or something like that because I, I, I feel like if there was it, you could make a joke out of it but it's just yeah. like it gets if you're not if you're not quick enough to come up with a joke at that moment i think the best option is just to fucking leave it you know true true and just to be like hey yeah like his controller broke and i was like yeah let me fix control for you blah 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 do this do that mm. like just treat him like a person yeah. like having a conversation with uh i had a conversation with um who was it the center back adrian mariapa about like games and like what games to get his kids and mm. stuff like that you know you just have a conversation with them like they're a normal human being sure as, as opposed to being like when you played for reading against west ham you fucking dickhead Do you want to go <laughs> i'll start with you like you know you just leave it i know? can't imagine being that there are people like that though right i can't imagine being oh, that yeah, angry yeah. about there was, there was i mean there was a brazilian football player who was murdered for scoring an own goal jesus 
Yeah, people. I mean, it. I mean, it's not like you don't tend to get as many instances here, but in certain like Italy, the mm. bruv, it's like the watch. They've just had like instances recently where like a training ground was just invaded by like a bunch of fans who were pissed off that the team wasn't doing well enough. Jesus Christ! And it's like. No, but again, that's 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 it. That's even worse because you're invading. Yeah, you're invading yeah, a space yeah. as opposed to just seeing them in the street or whatever. But yeah. Like, it is fucking weird. Like, especially online where like people have specific uh, thoughts about you, mm. whether they're true or not. It's mm. just the fact of the matter, and like the parasocial thing exists on a good side or on a bad side or whatever, and they're overly familiar with you regardless of whether it's in a good way or a bad way they're still overly familiar with you and it becomes incredibly odd and like you know it's just all very fucking weird isn't it it's just all very weird. i don't know i thought i uh, that's why again that's why my stance is always just leave, leave yeah, yeah, be yeah, yeah. or if you have to talk to them talk to them like a normal like human a normal being. human being absolutely i think that's the best stance to take on the matter absolutely it's just light working out it is it is oh. having said that if I saw Hideo Kojima, I don't know, it'd be the same difference, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, quite, uh, we, already know what, we already know what you're going to do if you uh, encounter... I'd be like, Hideo, mate, we're going Argos. We're going Argos. Come I've, on, got some, I've got some little pens in my back pocket specifically for you. <laughs> specifically for this moment. Have I got a shot for you, my friend? You are going to shit yourself. I tell you what, there's going to be some DLC about this coming forth. Let's go. <laughs> That's all we need. That's all we need. Right. I feel like that's the end of it. I feel like we've had a nice fun conversation. And we've uh we've oh, I fucking hate it. That's fair. That's fair. I've, um, I've not hated it. That is a <laughs> that is a lie. Thank you very much, everyone who was uh taking a listen. We will uh, see you next time. If you did enjoy the podcast, you can give us a little like, subscribe, follow, whatever it is on your platform of choice, because I don't know all of the platforms that you can catch this on. Um yeah, thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye! Bye!